Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 23rd, the day before my favorite holiday. Um, but obviously I'm John June, got my host Greg Penniman. Greg, how are we feeling today, bro? Feeling real good, you know, thanks Evan, definitely one of my favorite holidays as well. Um, yeah, Christmas probably number one for me, but Thanksgiving is a, is a close second. Uh, love that Thanksgiving has football games. Uh, we have three of them this year, so uh, good to see that. Um, you know, yeah, I'm excited for them. Yeah, man, Thanksgiving is definitely my favorite holiday. Uh, you get the three F's: family, food, football. Um, now we get nothing. one more F. We get we get f- football, like soccer, real football, but you know, like you know, actual football. And during the holidays, you no, know, you get the World Cup during the holiday season. It's crazy. It's the first time ever. Insane. Oh, man. It's just upsetting that we have to talk about basketball sometimes, and then now you want to talk about soccer. Right, it's once every four come, years. Come. It's once every four oh, years. Killing me, man. Absolutely killing me. We got to talk about soccer. I mean, don't 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 get it twisted. I'll bet on a soccer game every now and then. We got to talk about soccer. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Nah, Yo, Ronaldo's just... the reason Tom Brady's back in the league. It's true. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, um, you got quarterbacks getting kicked around like soccer balls these days. Uh, true. In in New York, uh, Zach Wilson has been benched for Mike F. and White. As Mike he is... White, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, you know, that's that's happening. Um, and then also Bryce Perkins is going to be starting for the L.A. Rams in place of quarterback Matthew Stafford, who's uh, dealing with concussion protocol. So Bryce Perkins get the start, gets to start there. In Carolina, Sam Darnold gets to start over Baker Mayfield against Denver. So uh, that'll be interesting for, I guess, the Denver defense. And then um, Kyler Murray in Arizona uh, gets his his job back here as he returns from that hamstring injury that's kept him out the last two games. So uh, definitely great news. Oh, also, there was another, I knew there was another quarterback that got benched. Davis Mills gets benched for Kyle Allen. Which Kyle Allen. Bro, right? Like, I don't know. This kind of feels like we've been there with Kyle Allen before. Like, how much better? Like, it doesn't get much better, right? It's Houston, though. I mean, you know they're trying to tank anyway. (laughs) I mean, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I guess I, I, I just find it very weird that you would move on from Davis Mills to go to Kyle Allen. Like, is it? I don't watch Houston games. They're one eight and one. Is it that bad? I really don't know. I, I'm not watching. I can't tell. Like it Kyle, like what's Kyle Allen gonna do? I don't know. Very interesting. 
Get him, I don't know, get him that number one pick, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, they were getting it already anyway. So, like, <laughs> they're the only one team, one win team in the league. Oh, so, this ensures that they will not get more than one win, is what you're saying. Facts. Okay. Facts. Got it. Got it. Understood. Understood. Um, all right. Well, this is our Thursday show. We have three football games to talk about. Uh, with our wonderful Thanksgiving slate that we have here. But we are going to treat it like a Thursday show. We are going to do our streams of the week. We will break down these three games. Um, if if Greg, if you, I, I wasn't I didn't have bold predictions planned, but if you got props you want to throw out, feel feel more than free uh to give you know people a little something extra to be thankful for. Um, but that wasn't on the agenda, but we will play some get money today. Uh, made a realization that, you know, this is an 18 game season, so we could have a tie here when it's all said and done, which right now I believe I'm leading six to five. Um, but we could get a tie here when it's all said and done. So to avoid that, we're going to play this Thanksgiving slate. And that's also because, I really do enjoy playing DFS on Thanksgiving. It's actually honestly one of my favorite plays, my, my favorite days to play DFS. So this will be a fun opportunity for us to, to do that as well. And um, yeah, without further ado, Greg, let's jump into those streams of the week. And mm-hmm. seems like you are wasting no time with this quarterback stream of the week. No time reaching, reaching deep in the bag, but you know, not to me. Gotta go with Mike White versus Chicago. Uh, I mean, he's 2% Rossi. He's pretty much free uh, out there for the fantasy managers. Uh, you know, love the matchup, first of all. You know, we know the Chicago uh, corners and on the outside, they, they're they very attacked. Uh, part of my reason, you know, uh, you know, we take uh, Joe Burrow as the, the start of the week last week. Um, and just uh, in, a lot, in general, quarterbacks have been killing them and wide receivers have been killing them outside. So Mike White's going to step into a, a good situation here. And last season in the four games he played, he wasn't horrible. I mean, he had almost averaged 240 yards per game, um, you know, threw a lot of picks in that last game. But before that, uh, you know, it was close to two touchdowns per game. So uh, I think he won't kill you uh, in, in a matchup that, you know, the Jets want to keep winning. They want to save their salvage this season at this point, uh, not make any mistakes. I think with more experience uh, under Mike White's belt, uh, he can have a, have a day here. Yeah, Mike White obviously had a big game against – Cincinnati a year ago, uh, you know, the 400-yard, three-touchdown performance in his first ever career start. Fantastic day. But then, you know, had the injury. Uh, and that four-interception game was against Buffalo, which at mm-hmm. the time was the number one defense in, in football. So it's really funny that you went with Mike White because I will be honest, Greg, I almost went with with Mike White. <laughs> Uh, but I was like, Tom, there's no teams on by this week. There's probably no need to go that deep in the bag. Um, but he's definitely got the upside there and there are weapons available to him in this Jets offense that he could take advantage of. So yeah, definitely an intriguing option. Um, you know, someone else who was an intriguing option as well, uh, you know, for, for me is it continues to be an intriguing option is, is Jacoby Brissett. Uh, going up against uh, San Francisco. No, not going up against San Francisco. Sorry. 
Let me correct this. He's going yeah, up against yeah, Tampa. They they're going up against San Francisco? Oh, never mind. That was the no, Saints. They're, they're Saints New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, they're going yeah. up against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Going Tampa up against Bay. Tampa Bay. Um, he's 10% rostering Yahoo leagues. Tampa Bay allows the 13th most fantasy points to the quarterback position over their last three games. Um, you know, he, he had the three touchdown performance last week. Jacoby Brissett's been very, very solid uh, from a fantasy perspective I and mean, just real life in general. Uh, so I just, you know, you continue to roll him out there. Uh, the last start we're going to get out of him before uh, Deshaun Watson returns uh, to the lineup. But just to give you even more stats on the Tampa Bay defense, they've allowed um, – 19 points to Geno Smith last week. They allowed 21 points uh, to Lamar Jackson two weeks prior. And in between that, they they played the L.A. Rams, who've been absolutely terrible. So, uh, yeah, I would continue to roll Jacoby Brissett out there, especially with the, you know, the the Bucs, you know, trying to defend that run game and Nick Chubb as best they can. So. Yeah, definitely like that. Surprised Kobe said it's still as low as ten percent. Maybe most people just must be looking forward to Deshaun era. But I, I mean, I think they literally just like they look at Jacoby Brissett and they're like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm good." <laughs> it's like how what Geno Smith, what people did to Geno Smith for like six weeks, except mm. <laughs> it's just not going to end with Jacoby Brissett. I mean, this is an interesting quarterback week, right? Like Mike White in Superflex leagues makes a ton of sense. Bryce Perkins is also another guy who. If I'm playing in Superflex, like he kind of makes some sense because he's he fits that rushing, you know, that rushing profile that we look for. Plays mm-hmm. in a high over high over under game, you know, where he's going to be trailing against uh, Kansas City. So, you know, th- definitely something to th- to think about. Um, but Greg, well, who's your tight end stream of the week this week? Tight end stream of the week, I'm going with Jawan Johnson, uh, going against the San Francisco 49ers. He's 44% rostered. Uh, he's been pretty hot over the last five games as far as touchdown production. Uh, in the last five games, he's got five touchdowns. So, you know, he's averaging one touchdown a game, um, you know, getting involved in the red zone. And, uh, you know, we'll get you a, just a, a nice floor as far as, you know, yardage, um, not too much, um, right, right around 40 yards per game. But that touchdown number is, you know, trickling up. I think he's going to continue his hot streak uh, against San Fran. He's been, Andy Dawn's been seeming to use him a lot uh, down in that red zone. Yeah, Jawan Johnson is is he's been a great value, and you know tight ends are touchdown dependent. He seems to be more touchdown dependent than most, but you know if he can get in the end zone, uh, obviously we know the explosive weapon that he is. How, how many touchdowns does he have? I really want to. He's got five. He's got five all the, this year. Yeah, all the five that he's had did, is in the last five weeks. Did he have five last year too? I'm not sure. He's got nine in his career, so he had four. I'm assuming he had four <laughs> last year. Like, dude was just a touchdown machine. He had four touchdowns last year on 13 catches. This year, he's got five on 31 <laughs> That's catches. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I definitely love Juwan Johnson. Another guy that I love, uh, I'm going Mike Gusecki, 37% rostered. This one is really all about the matchup here. I mean, the tight end position is absolutely terrible. Uh, Gasecki's a guy who's talented. Target share, you know, isn't a huge number, but Houston allows the fifth most fantasy points to the tight end position over the last three games. So it's a shot in the dark, 
it's a high upside move, but I've got him ranked in QB and tight end one territory this week, just based on the matchup alone. Yeah, like I mean, he's definitely flashed in some couple weeks this year, so he's been a streaming option uh, in, in a lot of weeks. Yeah, Greg, uh, who are you going with for your defensive streaming week this week? Going with Minnesota versus New England. No, they got destroyed last week versus Dallas, but they can bounce back this week. I mean, it is the New England offense, um, you know, an offense that has been struggling a lot all season. Uh, it's a Minnesota offense that, you know, in the last uh, four weeks, you know, they have 15 sacks. Uh, so they, they've been able to get to the quarterback, and, and that's uh, not including – they didn't get anything last week, but I think they can get back to that, getting to the quarterback, uh, you know, five picks in the last three, four weeks as well. So – uh, they can create turnovers, and I think they'll be able to do it against um, the New England offense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree so much that I'm, I'm actually also going with the Minnesota Vikings yeah. against the New England Patriots. This, yeah, this really comes down to you know having the opportunity here to go up against New England. They're favored. They're at home. Uh, New England going into last week was allowed the it was a top ten in terms of fantasy points allowed to opposing defenses. And then they went on to have give out another top 10 day uh, to the New York Jets defense, who, by the way, I was looking at them. They're just over 50%, but they should be higher. So go get the Jets. But, yeah, Minnesota definitely in a, in a great spot this week at home, uh, again, against New England on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, definitely a good option. Oh, no. It's Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I mean, uh, oh, is he? Maybe you should play the eight twenty game. Yeah, they're the eight twenty game. Oh, oh man! Yeah, I mean, New England's probably rostered. They're definitely rostered over fifty. Oh yeah, they're rostered for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, if right. I go, <laughs> I would have said Cincinnati again, but they've had so many juicy matchups and haven't come through. Yeah, it's not even like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's it's tough, right? Because there's a there's a lot of teams on by. I think Kansas City was probably the top ad this week, going mm-hmm. up against the Rams, and uh, you know essentially what is a third string quarterback. Um, Miami was a top ad. Uh, you know they're going up against Houston. Um, I mean, you know, I think divisional game New York and Dallas might be a low scoring game in general, just because it's divisional. New York Giants defense has been solid throughout the year, so you know there's that is a yet. true statement. Why don't you save that analysis for when we talk about it, Greg? Because we are going to talk about that coming up soon here. But first, we got to talk about the seven and three Buffalo Bills traveling for the second week in a row to Detroit. This time to take on the four and six Detroit Lions. This game is at twelve thirty p.m. on Thursday. So if you are playing sure anybody from this stayed. game, I hope they just stayed. I hope they just stayed in Detroit. Hopefully. I didn't go back. I want to say that they did, but then I feel like I saw there was a video. I got an alert of Von Miller reacting to the snow in Buffalo. So I I don't know if that meant he was in Buffalo or if he just had a video of it or something. I don't know. I didn't click on the alert, but uh, yeah, that probably would have been the smart thing to do. Although, no, it's not that that crazy (laughs) of a trip to make. I don't know. Whatever. But it's at 1230 p.m., so make sure these guys – whether you know you're playing the Devin Singletary's of the world or you're playing, you know Jared Goff and Superflex, that these guys are in the starting 
you know, in a in an actual position spot, not a flex or a super flex, because you want to maintain that flexibility throughout the rest of the weekend, mm-hmm. especially with Thanksgiving. You know, it's one of those holidays. You're going to be around family. You're probably not going to get a lot of the news notifications and alerts and things like that. So, um, you know, definitely want to maintain that flexibility throughout the weekend. So this game has a 53 and a half point total where the Buffalo Bills are nine and a half point road favorites. Um, in terms of weather, the beautiful thing about all these Thanksgiving games, they're all played in domes. So there's no weather concerns this week, or at least for Thursday. In terms of injuries for Buffalo, center Mitch Morris, he's questionable with an elbow. A.J. Espinessa, the defensive lineman, he's doubtful with an ankle. Linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, defensive end Greg Rousseau, and cornerback Kair Elam are all out of this game. And then for Detroit, wide receivers DJ Shark and Josh Reynolds are both limited participants. Uh, Cornerback Jeff Okuda, he will be out with a concussion. So, Greg, I'm going to kick it to you. Uh, What do you uh, think? How do you think this game goes down? I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Detroit to cover, but I'm going to take the Bills to win. Um, Yeah, on Detroit's side, I mean, sorry, on Buffalo's side, you know, Josh Allen, of course, QB1. uh, Stephon Diggs is going to be a wide receiver one along with him. They should have a monster game in this one. I mean, it is Detroit's defense. Uh, there's no reason why these guys are going to finish at least you know, top three, top one, and at the one at the position. Devin Singletary is also in the smash by here uh, and the running game. I think James Cook has some some value as well as a as, you know can fall into that RB two category uh, in this matchup. But I, I rate him as a high in RB three. Um, I think he gets used more here. Um, as uh, Gabriel Davis also in a good spot here as a wide receiver too. Uh, Zay McKenzie. Um, I think could be a, a desperation uh, flex option for uh, people. And then on the Detroit side, it's kind of their usuals. I mean, I'm not really trusting Jaragoff too much. Um, so I don't think they get that over. Uh, but Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, both uh, low one RB2s. I mean, Jamal Williams has that touchdown upside. So I'm going to make him a strong RB2 option. Um, and as far as the receivers, Monroe St. Brown, wide receiver one. Um, and that's about it as far as the, the receivers. I mean, I think, especially with the if Josh Reynolds was healthy, I mean, this opportunity has been there for him, but he's he's been hurt, and it seems like you know it hasn't been a second guy to really step up uh, in this offense. So I'm looking at Amon Ra and the two running backs. Yeah, I I really wanted to lean the under here um, for a variety of reasons, but really when I look at it, the Buffalo defense has really not been been good right i mean you look at what they've done these last few weeks you know against against cleveland um against minnesota even against the jets who had success while trying to play around their starting quarterback so i, I yeah i think we do get the over here but I, and i do think detroit covers i do think that the buffalo bills do, do though do win this game uh, Josh Allen, he's, you know, I agree with you. He's a QB1, as is uh, Stefan Diggs. You know, those two should have a big day. Uh, um, Gabe Davis, he's a wide receiver, too. Uh, Devin Singletary, he's going to be in, in RB2 territory for me. Uh, Detroit's been actually, and I don't know if this has to do with with their with their pass, you know, their pass defense. I mean, they've allowed the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks in the last three weeks. 
but they've allowed the 30th most PPR points to running backs. So it could be that they're just a, you know, a, a pass funnel, um, you know, that they're, that they're so bad as a pass defense that, you know, teams just, uh, you know, are finding more success that way. Um, but when I look at that, I, I downgrade Devin Singletary just a little bit, but he's still on RB2. Uh, Dawson Knox, he was more involved last week. Uh, lands in as a tight end one for me this week as, you know, Detroit allows the eighth most PPR points to the tight end position. Uh, for um, I agree with your sentiment about Isaiah McKenzie. Could be an interesting play in a matchup like this one, um, you know, where if Detroit does make it interesting, I think McKenzie could find some success. And then James Cook, I agree, should be on your roster uh, ahead of this game. Again, this is really easy. It's Thursday. You know, if if James Cook does nothing, you know, in the format that, you, you know, the platform you play on allows you to drop him, then you can go ahead and you can you can do that. Um, but just having him in your on your roster in the event that something does happen to Devin Singletary, I think the upside alone is 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 worth that. And then for Detroit, you know, Goff is going to be you know in the QB two range for me. I think you can get away with streaming him if need be. But with so many quarterbacks available this week, nobody on by. I, I don't know if you necessarily have to. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's he's a wide receiver one. I mean, if if we could do starts of the week today, he probably would have been my start of the week because I love this I love this matchup for him. Uh, Jamal Williams, he's an RB two. Swift will be an RB three. Uh, you know, Swift. I think I'm, I'm going to say it again. Um, probably get me in trouble. I think he has a ton of upside this week. Was more involved last week. Has been a full participant in practice. You know, not not on the injury report with the ankle or the shoulder. So I I do think in a matchup like this, if it does shoot out, Swift makes a ton of sense as somebody who should be involved. Yeah, I can see <clears throat> definitely see that. Um, also, like Dawson Knox in this game, actually, um, it's been used more in the last couple of weeks, uh, targeting, and Detroit is bad against the tight end for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, let's move on to this next matchup as. Greg's seven and three should have never gave him that eighth win. That's we should just we were just counting it before it happened. Should have just never gave it to him. Expectations, (laughs) expectations. Uh, But the seven and three New York Giants travel to Dallas to take on the seven and three Dallas Cowboys, where this game has a forty-four and a half point total. And the Dallas Cowboys are eight and a half point home favorites in the 430 slot. This is right. This could be right during dinner, right before dinner, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. like the, the appetizer. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of injuries, Michael Parsons, he's dealing with a knee and an ankle. He's questionable uh, for this game, you know, I do think he he does play. He did leave the game and then return, so I think he's okay there. Uh, Zeke Elliott, he's questionable with a knee. Um, he's expected to play. Demarcus Lawrence, he's questionable with an illness. And then for the New York Giants, Daniel Bellinger's out. Wandale Robinson was placed on injured reserve. And then they have four offensive linemen, the Giants do, uh, that are out for this game, including – Rookie, rookie 
offensive tackle Evan Neal. And the cornerback, Dory Jackson, he'll be out with a knee in this game. I will take the under here. I want to take the Giants to cover, uh, but just being undermanned on the offensive line and undermanned in terms of, of, of weapons, uh, I, I'm going to take Dallas to cover and Dallas to win. On the Dallas side, CeeDee Lamb, he's a wide receiver one. Tony Pollard, he's an RB RB1. Um, you know, I think he's got to be treated as such until further notice. The Zeke Elliott, he's going to be an RB3 for me. Uh, Dalton Schultz, he's a top five tight end option. Dak Prescott, he's a higher end QB2. Um, you know, the Giants are pretty good against quarterbacks. And then for the Giants, uh, Daniel Jones, he could always fall into a QB1 finish because of his legs. Um, so, I, you know, I think he, he definitely has intrigue there. Darius Slayton is a a wide receiver three. He should see a ton of volume because, you know, no Wondell Robinson. Um, yeah, they don't really have much else going on over there. And then Saquon, he's a lower tier uh, RB1 for me this week. Yeah, I was ready to take the Giants to definitely cover and actually to win. You know, they seem to do well in Jerry's world, but those offensive line injuries are not going to help this matchup for sure against Michael Parsons and those boys. So I'm going to go with the under and Giants to cover, but I'm going to take Dallas to win uh, on the on the Dallas side. I like Dak as a borderline QB1. Uh, I love Tony Parlett, um, you know, this week and pretty much every week. And now at this point, definitely the running back I want and over, over Zeke. Have him as a strong RB2, um, with some RB1 upside. Zeke as a RB3, uh, but I could have an RB2 upside. He's, he's been playing solid this, this year as well. Uh, C.D. Lamb, wide receiver one. Uh, Dalton Schultz, also agree with you, top five option at that tight end position. Dallas defense, great matchup. On the Giants' side, Daniel Jones, his analysis is the same every week. Yeah, he can definitely be a QB1 with those legs and uh, just you know what he could do uh, throughout the game. Um, as far as the, the options outside of that, Saquon, of course, top three running back option. And then it's just it's Darius Slayton. That's it, man. I gotta make it happen with those boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, what are you gonna play, Davis Sills, Richie James Jr.? I'm oh, not man. doing Richie James. Richie James had his chance. Richie, yeah, Richie James had his chance. Uh, Yo, maybe yeah. they maybe they sign Odell. Oh, <laughs> right for the game. Um, I did fail to mention DJ Shark actually. We were talking about the Detroit Lions game previously. DJ Shark is is set to play in this game. Okay. Any intrigue there as we search for another passing option alongside Amon Ross St. Brown? There, there is some intrigue. I mean, Josh Reynolds, when while he was healthy, has some success. Uh, so I mean, they're they're a pass. They want to pass the ball on that team. I mean, I would wouldn't mind him being a stash for this game and see seeing what happens. But if you're really that desperate, I mean, if you want to take the shot, wouldn't be opposed to that either. Yeah, I, I think I agree, especially if you're playing DFS and you want some yeah. some cheap exposure to this to this matchup here. Um all right, let's talk about the the nightcap. The six and four New England Patriots traveling to Minnesota. Oh man. To take on the eight and two Minnesota Vikings, where this game has a 41 and a half point total, and the Minnesota Vikings are two and a half point 
home favorites. In terms of injuries, center David Andrews for New England, he's doubtful with a thigh injury. Bunch of other guys questionable in this matchup. And then for Minnesota, Christian Darisaw, the left tackle, he's out with a concussion. Few other guys questionable in this matchup. Greg, where do you lean? Yeah, man, I, I gotta go <laughs> with the fact that it's prime time, man. It's it's prime time. Kirk Cousins is just a different quarterback in this in these states. There's no real real analysis to that, but I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the Pats to cover, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Pats to win. Uh, defensively, the Pats have been hot lately, and it definitely doesn't bode well for Minnesota, especially after seeing what they did last week. Getting the doors blown off 40 to three uh another tough defense here uh tough rush uh, tough rush defense tough uh, tough everything so on that on the minnesota side kirk cousins um more in that super flex category but if you can find a, a better matchup definitely definitely look towards it there's no buys this week especially too um as far as the running back dalvin cook bad matchup as well but you know you're not benching dalvin cook you're playing him i'm playing him as a strong rb2 with some RB1 upside, borderline RB1, um, Justin Jefferson, you're also starting him. But, you know, they all – I think all these talents kind of get a slight downgrade, uh, Jefferson being a, a you know, lower in wide receiver one, uh, probably fade Thielen uh, as well. Um, and TJ Hawkinson is probably your safest option as far as – because he's a tight end. Uh, he's still, you know, a higher end tight end. And then on the Pat side, um, it's from Andre Stevenson. And that's really it. Jacoby Myers, I can play as a – uh, wide receiver three, low and wide receiver two, but it's really more wide receiver. So I'm looking at the lock. Yeah, I am going to like, I don't know, man. Every time I try to pick against this Kirk Cousins in primetime thing, it like literally never works out. <laughs> I'm like, last nah. game he had three picks, one, one T touchdown. That was against Philly. That was against Philly. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, what's the la- all right? When's the last time he won a prime time? Oh, they played. They played the, the Packers. Right. Early was in that? the year, and they uh. That was in prime time. Uh, that, that game was like four o'clock. Oh. Uh, oh no, um, you're right. Yeah, right. The Packers game what? against yeah, yeah. on nine eleven. That was in prime time. It looks like it. No, I'm looking at this. I think I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at. Oh, uh, probably a CBS Sports article. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember that game being in prime time. Me either. Me either. But it looks like his record is two and ten in that in these rec in these games. And that oh, man. No, it can't be two and ten. What? What is this list I'm looking at? This can't be right. No, nah, this is not. This is his like last previous starts, I think. Before that, Eagles. Oh, he's two and ten on Monday night, specifically on Monday night. Okay. Well, either way, I mean, but I'm, it's Thursday night. It's this Thursday night. It's Thanksgiving. Um, I'm gonna go with the under. I'm gonna go with Minnesota to cover. I'm gonna go with Minnesota to win the game. On the Minnesota side, Justin Jefferson is a lower tier wide receiver one only because Bill Belichick is going to do everything he can to take him away. 
Uh, Dalvin Cook, he's a higher end RB two for me. Um, <clears throat> TJ Hawkinson, a tight end one. I will play a little devil's advocate. If he's going to try to take away Justin Jefferson, does that mean Adam Thielen gets more love? I mean, he hasn't been good in general. No, he hasn't. So, I'm just asking. <laughs> Uh, that's tough. That's tough, man. I mean, he's getting targeted, so I give you, I give you that. Yeah, he's got an eighteen percent target share the last three weeks. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting targeted. Yeah. It's just that Patriots are their their defense is pretty good, especially against Wavis. I mean, all around they've just been. Well, really what if I told you in the last three weeks they've played Zach Wilson twice and they played Sam Ellinger? Now they're playing primetime Kirk. Now saying, <laughs> <laughs> which is basically the same thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I mean, maybe. I mean, because yeah, seven plus targets in this, you know, eight of his last nine games. I mean, he 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 gets targeted. It's just tough to trust that. Yeah. No, for sure. I think it's more of like a, a deep a deeper league play, DFS play. Yeah. Um, you know, something I something I just thought about. Uh but Kirk Cousins, yeah, he's not on my radar this week. And then for New England, uh Ramadre is an RB one potentially. He could be the RB one this week, you know, just based on the matchup and his his game script proofness, if you want to call it. And then Jacoby Myers is probably a wide receiver three for me. Or, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson, man, carrying his team right now. For sure. And carrying fantasy teams out there as well. All Word. right, let's – uh, Word. without further ado, let's jump into some get money. Yes, sir. So um, – This number one pick is interesting because you can't get two back-to-back number one picks. That would be kind of fun. No, yeah, that's – I was thinking about it. <laughs> um, You know, it's an even week. You got the number one pick last week. I think for the sake of keeping everything kosher. Because um, mainly because it's much easier to remember that I have the even – I have the, the first right. pick in even weeks. So I'll let you get the first pick, Greg. Appreciate it, you know. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, I'm gonna take Josh Allen, the quarterback, 9,500. Yeah, that'll be my first pick too. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of options. It's only three games. No, there's not a lot of Tough. options. But you got to build around that, so. True, true. Have fun. I yeah, did, no, because uh, I already know I'm about to get sniped. <laughs> yeah. Um oh wait. No, I had a I had a whole I had a whole plan for this. I was like, I had I made two lineups, one where where you took Josh Allen, and one where <laughs> I got to get Josh Allen. And then I just got to build around that. So um all right, I'm gonna take Ramondre Stevenson, seventy two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, I'm gonna take Stefan Diggs, 9,300 wide receiver. 
I wonder how you're going to afford all this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Amon Ross St. Brown, 7,600. Uh, I'm going to take CD Lamb, 7,900. This is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm taking all these big hits first so I have a chance. <laughs> all these players are just going to give me my points. All right, well... uh. I'm going to take Tony Pollard, 8,500. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take Darius Slayton, 6,400. Oh, man, that sucks. That kind of sucks. Sort of kind of sucks. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We're good. We're good. Um, Darius Slayton was a good pick. Okay. Um, as my RB in my flex, I'm going to take DeAndre Swift. Word. I'm gonna take Jamal Williams, seventy-one hundred. Yeah. How are you affording all this? I really have no I, idea. It, I have I had two hundred dollars left with the lineup. I have two. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, as my defense, I'm gonna go with. Well, wait a minute. Can I do this? Oh man, you took Slayton, so I have to go. Mm-hmm. A naked Josh Allen looks like, I guess, or uh, Daniel Jones. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, <coughs> Gabe Davis as my wide receiver too. Okay, I'm going to take James Cook as my second running back, 5500. I'm going to take Noah Brown as my wide receiver three for 5,200. I'm going to take Isaiah McKenzie as my wide receiver three. It's 5,200 as well. I'm going to take Dawson Knox as my tight end for 5,500. I'm going to take Hunter Henry at my tight end, 4,900. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys defense for five grand. And I'm going to take the Patriots defense, 4,200. How did you afford? I have $0. Mind blown. How you afford (laughs) all this? Hunter Henry and and James Cook are. Hunter Henry's 4,900 and James Cook's 55. Oh, man. Oh, McKenzie's pretty cheap, too. 52. You even stole my backup lineup. Like I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> you know, I'm going to get CD Lamb cuz and I was like, "Oh, if he if he if he does that, I should be able to afford Stefan Diggs." Like plan was just ruined. Greg just oh, man, I hope it works out. out. He said he hope it works out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
I hope I hope it doesn't. Cause <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just in here trying to update my spreadsheet. Cause even when I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'm you know, this will be fine. I'm not gonna have to make any crazy changes or anything like that. All right. So uh Greg, why don't you read off your lineup then? Josh Allen, quarterback at 9,500. James Cook, my RB1 at 5,500. Jamal Williams, 7,100. Darius Slayton at 6,400. Uh, my wide receiver one, Isaiah McKendry at the wide receiver two at 5,200. Stefan Diggs at 9,300. Hunter Henry, 4,900. CD Lamb at 7,900 and at the flex, and then the New England Patriots defense at 4,200. So I've got at quarterback Daniel Jones, 7,500. At running back Tony Pollard, 8,500. Uh, as my other running back, I'm going to move Swift up because he plays at 1230, and that is the right thing to do. Um, DeAndre Swift, 6,200. At wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown, 7,600. As my second wide receiver, Gabe Davis, 7,200. As my third wide receiver, Noah Brown, 5,200. As my tight end, Dawson Knox, 5,500. At uh, In my flex, Ramondre Stevenson, 7,200. And then as my defense, the Dallas Cowboys defense, 5,000. Yes, sir. Oh, this will be interesting. So, um, but everyone want to say thank you. Um, you know, want to say ha- have a happy Thanksgiving. We definitely appreciate Every single one of you that listens to us and watches us um, and supports the show, um, you know, we're definitely grateful for all of that. So, um, you know, spend time with family, with your loved ones. Um, again, enjoy the enjoy the Thanksgiving. Saturday when we break down the remaining slate of games. But until next time, y'all, have a good one. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Get all that food. Yes, sir. Eat it up. Enjoy football. Enjoy the World Cup. And again, enjoy spending time with family and loved ones. Have a good one, everybody. We love you. We appreciate you. And we're out of here. Peace. We out.